Hello, hello, my lovelies. <laughs> Welcome to my soaking sanctuary. It's been a while, I know. Um, it's it's been a a tough one for me, and I um, took some time off from recording. But I'm really excited because I have some European listeners. So bonjour. And I don't know how to say hello um, in Swedish, but I will learn. <laughs> and um, other countries that I never really expected that would be listening. So uh, hello to you all and welcome. I'm really excited about that and that my message is going so far. But, you know, it's not about me. It's about you and you listening and hearing the message because, you know, that's why I'm here, right? <laughs> but most of all, I think, you know, we could really learn from each other. I have friends that are in their 20s, their 30s, or 40s, or 50s, 60s, 70s, and, you know, we could learn so much by just, you know, really being open and free and, and just talking about stuff and life and experiences and stories and it's just really incredible how much we could really thrive off of our relationships with other people. So that's one of the things I, I would really like to talk about today is my relationship with uh, my BFF and we will call her uh, Jenny and um to you know to keep everything private right uh we'll we'll call her jenny and it's really shocking you know um she's helped me through so much and you might have friends like this that are you know really old-time friends and somehow you know when you get older and your personalities develop and you get into your life and your groove and everything else and um, there are friends that you stay friends with for a long period of time there are other friends that there is a reason why um you know maybe you moved out of state or out of country right and you get separated from that friend and then life gets busy you have kids you get married you know all this stuff and um or you know you get deep into your career and whatever else and then somehow you're reunited later on and so you know i think sometimes we just automatically think that we're gonna fall back into a relationship like it was before and really when we're younger and we have a friendship I don't know about you, but <laughs> I never really thought about what friendship means to me because it's either friends are the ones, you know, who, for me, like, I really connect with in, you know, a very deep way. And, um, you know, of course, like, we're individuals and we're going to be sharing our lives with each other, but essentially we're individuals and we have our own 
minds and our own ways and our own choices and the own, you know, like purpose and the reason and our own journey. And so I think it's really important that we honor our friends in that sense because it's very different from having family. I mean, family, you're kind of like born into it. You don't really have a choice. And you pretty much need to make things work because blood is thicker than water and family's always going to be there. And, you know, they're always going to be there to back you up, you know, for the most part, right? I mean, people might have different family dynamics. People might have abuse in their families. Um, some people have been adopted or foster children. You know, it's not necessarily... I mean, well, I guess in some sense, you know, people might say, yeah, you know, some people had it better or worse, but it's really what we do with the experience. So say, for example, there's two, um, there's like, you know, maybe three kids, right? And so um, the parents had to work just to, their immigrant parents, they had to work really hard for their kids to grow up and, you know, like food on the table, right? And um, college and, you know, whatever else that comes with having children and uh, raising good adults. Well, there might be one that's resentful because the parents were never home, never at the school, never at the performances, not really into their, their life or whatever. There might be another one that is very thankful that they were able to have the things that they wanted and needed and, you know, like to be a, a fine adult, right? Um, then you might have another person who kind of feels a little bit of both, you know, maybe they're a little angry, maybe, you know, they are thankful because... Now, you know, the grandparents are taking care of their children. <laughs> um, I mean, everybody has a different take on it, right? Also, if you know about love languages, it's really interesting how we have different love languages. And sometimes the love language may not be compatible. In the instance of Jenny and me, uh, we have what I figured out is different love languages. And you know what? We have a tendency of labeling people, like labeling people like they're good or they're bad, you know, just because they they go along with like, you know, what you're thinking or they're like you, they're good, right? And they're not like you, they're bad because you don't get along with them or whatever it might be. And, you know, there's no reason for that. Because we're not always going to get along with people. And we may speak different languages, right? I mean, not just like the, the language of our ethnic background, but, uh, or our culture, you know, however. Um, and, and even there's jargon, right? There's like different jargon we don't understand or different disciplines. It might be in a different field or you know, whatever it is, different levels, I guess, even maturity levels or different levels in the company or different levels, whatever it is. If we 
allow those people in our inner circle, we need to appreciate them and love them just the way they are. Whether, you know, you get along with them or not, whatever, whatever you're arguing about. I mean, it could be just like, you know, the kind of food you eat or whatever. And if, if it's that, then of course you can compromise, right? So if it is more than that, and then they start lashing out at you because you are who you are and you like what you like or they're making fun of you or something like that where it goes beyond board, uh, boundaries. <laughs> I was say borders. It is kind of like going on, you know, past your border, right? Because you're going across the line. When it comes to that, I think it starts to be toxic. But it depends on your experience and it depends on what you, you know, your perception is. So in the case of me and Jenny, we've been friends for over 35 years. And there were a lot of things that I felt like she, you know, really um, impressed upon me as far as the things that she likes and the things that's worked for her and everything. And if you know anything about women, we like to share. We like to share, we like to tell people what to do. <laughs> we think we know, you know, what's the best for people and we don't have any trouble saying, oh, you should do that or why didn't you do that or something like that. And sometimes it's not meant to be, you know, in a bad way at all. It's just the way we communicate. A lot of women communicate like that. It's like, oh, you know what? You should try my hairdresser because my hairdresser Blah, 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 blah. And it's not because we're bragging. It's not because we're, you know, thinking we're better than you or anything. It's because you were complaining about your hair. And, you know, we think, oh, wow, I love my hairdresser. Maybe you would like her too kind of thing, right? So there, there are suggestions like that. But then it gets to be, like, a little bit more than that when a friend or a best friend really starts trying to take over your life, okay? So it's one thing if you're in a, you know, boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Actually, I kind of see it as the same thing because that's a choice, right? Um, if you're in a marriage commitment, that is a commitment. If you're in a family co uh, commitment, it is almost like a born-in commitment in some sense, right? depends on what it is. It's like you could hate your brother and sister or whatever, but you'll always be there for them, especially at their deathbed, which, you know, there's a lot of scenarios of different friends that have shared what they're going through. And we're all going through something that questions or helps us get to the point where we question our beliefs. And if we don't really know what our beliefs are, then how can we communicate that to other people? So that is one of the reasons why it is so important to be in touch with yourself, to be, uh, you know, really connected within, like on a soulful level, it's so important to just quiet all of the distractions and really be inside of your own head, your own heart, 
your own soul. It might be really scary for some people. Um, for me, when I first started doing it, it was like, well, who am I? Like, I have to discover who I am, like, all over again. It seems like I got to a certain point, and uh, pretty much I gave over my power. And now that I'm getting my power back, like, what the heck? Like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what I like. I don't even know, you know, because everything was about the other person. Um, you know, you may or may not resonate with this, but regardless, whatever our path is, whatever our journey is, whatever our story is, we can create our own story. And once we realize that, then we really want to make it meaningful for us, right? Um, of course, if you have family and everything else, you need to keep things in a balance. You, you really can't like give yourself like a martyr like I did, um, you know, to other people. Because once that person is gone, who do you have? You have yourself again, right? So I, I always tell people just, you know, very straight up, <laughs> doesn't matter if you don't like yourself, you are your own story creator. So even if things are going awry or just, you know, just crazy in your life, get to a balance. And a balance does not mean adding more stuff. People think, oh, you know, I could buy this and I could, you know, this and that, whatever. It's going to make things easier. No, you really need to detach yourself from toxic people, from toxic things from wasteful things, um, even at this time of the year, or close to this time of the year, in the program that I was in, we eliminated everything, and that even meant men. So we weren't even able to date, uh, but we got rid of all the distractions and really sat in you know, quietly with ourselves, and that's how we learned how to really, you know, listen, listen to, you know, those unique qualities that we have inside, listen to all of the gifts and, and beautiful blessings that we have been born with and listen to what feels good, what doesn't feel good, eliminate the things that don't feel good. That even means things in your house. That means people. That means if you, your job doesn't feel good or maybe it's just a person at your job, you know, figure out ways where you can go towards things that serve you, that you love, that, that give you that aliveness, that give you that joy. So all of us, it was a group of women, we took a look, a hard look within ourselves and said, you know, there are just some people in my life that I really don't want in my life anymore. They don't serve me and they give me pain and sorrow and, you know, they, they just don't make me feel good or I don't feel good when I'm with them because if we say they don't make me feel good, then we are giving power to that person. If I say 
I don't feel good about that person or I don't feel good when I'm with that person, that means that I'm in my power. So it does also go with what we say. And part of the four agreements is to make your word impeccable. So we need to be gentle with ourselves and be empowered and say powerful, you know, say things in a powerful way. You're not a victim. You have choices. And even if it is your mother who you need to say, hey, mom, you know, I'm an adult now and I realize that people don't really talk to each other like that. And I really feel like, you know, I try to respect you as much as I'm able. And I really appreciate if you would do the same. And your mom would be like, well, what are you talking about? Like, you know, you're my child and all that. You know, and sometimes people try to put a guilt trip on you, right? But there's no guilt trip in asking for respect or love or to be spoken to nicely. There's nothing wrong with that. And if a person says, well, I am what I am and, you know, I'm just going to communicate the way that I want to, well... You know, sometimes you need to kind of step back and really see how that resonates with you. Because if you're placing a healthy boundary, which is healthy, there's nothing wrong with that, um, then, you know, if someone reacts to that in an unfavorable way, maybe they're not really meant to be in your life in the capacity that maybe you thought they were. Because... Even if it is your mother, you know, sometimes we, we put up with stuff and yes, it is your mother. And yes, it is your father. Or yes, it is, you know, your, um, your birth mother or whatever it is. You always give them that respect. And also, if they don't respect you back, then, you know, you really need to put up your healthy boundaries. It's not like, you know, you have to speak to me like this, you know. Or, or else, it's not like that. It's just like, hey, mom, you know, I, I really realize, and this is a person that I am, and I'm really working on, you know, being respectful for people. And I'm wondering if, you know, when you ask me to do something, it's more like you're asking and that I have an opportunity to answer rather than, uh, you know, just like putting a guilt trip on me or something like that, or even, you know, blaming. What happens when we blame? What is really going on inside? Like when we blame, we are automatically taking a, um, a victim mentality and we're moving away from being a victim because when we're a victim, we're giving power to the other people and the other person, um, the other people in person, yeah, um, thing and circumstance. So, but when we speak with, you know, with our, like, gracious power, right, and we're, you know, in our um, beautiful light that we shine to other people, and we continue to, you know, do things in a dignified manner, we're also protecting ourselves, and we're also showing people you know, this is the person that I am. This is what I stand for. So 
to go back to what happened with Jenny and me is that she got really upset that I didn't throw her a 50th party. Okay. Did she tell me that? No. She didn't tell me that until months after her birthday and we celebrated someone else's birthday that she said her husband didn't give her a party, her sister didn't give her a party, her family didn't give her a party, and us two BFFs, um, which I'll call her um, Tammy, uh, Tammy and me, um, you know, didn't give her a party. And so guess who got the nasty text message? Me. And it didn't even originate with me, but she just got so upset and she needed to vent and it came out at me. Well, you know what? That's not really nice. And it was a very nasty email. This is basically saying, you know, questioning our relationship. And one of the worst things is, is that she questioned um, both Tammy and me because we were divorced and you know basically starting life over right and saying that she doesn't have friends like that and she's basically questioning us and our uh, ability or capacity to hold a relationship because we had uh, a relationships that didn't last meaning that we were divorced and this is a common topic that came up many 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 times of people who, you know, are not happy and they're not married. And, you know, it's like her equation of happy means married and unhappy and pretty much loser is divorced. And because she's happily married that, you know, that, you know, if anybody else is not like her, she doesn't really consider or want, you know, in her inner circle or as friends. It's like, wow. So you're basically casting me out and putting me in a second-class citizen category, and that's okay with you. And then not only that, you're only you're putting me in a second friend category, and that's okay with you. Yet I'm your BFF. No, no, that's not gonna go well with me because friends for me means you accept your friends the way they are, and you help your friends through whatever you want to help your friends through, whatever year, you know, is in your capacity. But don't, don't throw that back at me saying, hey, you know what? After all the times, you know, I gave up this and this and this and this, and I don't feel like you're as committed and blah, 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 blah. No, not gonna, not gonna fly with me. I don't treat my friends like that. My friends, they could be who they are. They could give when they want to. They could give as much as they want to, even if they're not able to, you know, text or call or whatever for like a week. I'm not gonna sit there and get all pissed off and go, you know what? There's a time that you didn't even call me back and after a week, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, that is so selfish. And here she's calling me self-centered. And I said, you know what? Yeah, I am self-centered because I have 20 plus years to catch up on. I have to mature, I have to be independent, I have to figure out my own stuff, I'm moving up, you know, I have to start from the bottom again in the corporate world and move myself up and you know, there's a lot of time that takes 
to do that. It's not like, you know, everything's all hunky-dory for me the whole life and I have this husband take care of me and stuff. No, you know, we've been through trauma. We've been through a lot of bad stuff. We're getting ourselves together and that's where we are right now. There's only so much that we can give. And, you know, for her to say that uh, I am ungrateful and I'm not giving back to God and all this stuff, it's like, okay, my relationship with God is my relationship with God, all right? Your relationship with God is your relationship with God. You're not the one to judge me to say that I'm not grateful and I'm not giving back. And anyway, I'm still exploring. I'm still discovering. I don't need to be reporting that to anybody. And I have a strong relationship with God and strong belief in God. And, and you know, and whatever our belief is, not to turn you off or for godly things because there are people who may be listening don't believe in God or they believe in their own gods um, or God and you know whatever your sacred practice is where you can feel peace that is your God that is your religion that is your sanctity that is your way that you purify yourself is that you take out all of those toxins and all of the noise and all of the chatter and all of the distractions and you get in touch with that love being inside of you and that is your temple. And so this is why I say it's so important, you know, that if we have friends, they're a choice. And if they're not serving us and if they're giving us harm or you know, it's toxic or we're just not compatible, that's okay. You don't have to call your friends bad names or, you know, tell them that they're this and that and whatever. You could just leave the relationship, give them blessings. I call it peace and release. Let go and let God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call this peace and release. Let go and let God. Because whatever your your God is, you know, that's where you find your peace and your love and your stable stability, right? I do believe like our soul only knows love. That's the reason why we feel so sick and anxious and depressed, because we're not in touch with our soul. That's what happens when we're so far away, we need to learn how to get closer. So anyway, uh, unfortunately, I need to cut this a little short today. Thank you so much for joining me. I will continue on this friendship saga and all the things that I learned. And I eventually will make a Toastmaster talk out of it. But I really appreciate you spending your time with me today in my soaking sanctuary. And really, I, I wish that there's a way that you can give comments. If there is a way, please do. Uh, and I can also, um, I'll, I'll put some way in my episodes, once I figure out a way, 
I'll put some way to um, for you to respond back, maybe like an email or something, and let me know what your thoughts are. Um, also, let me know, you know, how it's changed your life as well. Okay, my lovies. Well, you have an awesome day, and I hope these, you know, little aha moments helped you because I know it's really, really helped me. And as I said, I'll continue on with the friendship saga, but it's not just friendships, it's all relationships. And it's about healthy boundaries and self-care and self-love and all of those beautiful things that we need to give ourselves. And I really call it not self-centered, but self-focused because we always need to be focused on where we're going. And in order for us to be present, we really need to be, you know, uh, give our awareness and our focus. So sometimes it's easier for other people than others. I mean, for, for some people rather than others. And for me, I get distracted very easily. I know myself. I have to come to terms with myself. I get very distracted. So what that means is that I don't need to keep myself busy because busy doesn't mean better. I need to minimize and really, you know, get control of my life and keep up a certain balance and be in harmony with my, you know, spiritual side, my soulful essence and really get into my power. It's all about being empowered too, right? To be unapologetically us. So I will leave you with that. Actually, I love that. I'm going to call unapologetically me <laughs> as this one and the peace and release maybe for another time. But keep those things in mind and really take a look, a deep dive into what does friendship mean for you? Because it really made me take a look inside myself and define what friendship means. I've done that for uh, my soulmate, right? I have my little soulmate list and what are the deal breakers? And, you know, I'm in a beautiful relationship that's gonna be uh, one year next month. And it's just, it's lovely. And we're authentically us and we enjoy the times that we have together. And it's wonderful. We don't have any expectations or, oh, you know, you didn't do this and didn't do that. It's like, <laughs> like, you know, when you talk to your kids, if you have kids, it's like, use your words, use your words. I need to know, you know, what you want or what you're thinking or what you, you need, right? Like, how do I know how to help you unless you use your words? Well, did we forget that as adults? <laughs> we need to use our words. So anyway, okay. I will get going here, but have a lovely day in a beautiful way and peace and blessings to you all. Okay. <laughs> Kisses. <laughs>